Greeting, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. Hello and welcome in to the Jayhawk Talk Podcast. I am Kevin. Joined with me, as always, is Andrew. Coming off a very eventful week at the Kansas Memorial Stadium, the David Booth Kansas Memorial Stadium, Andrew. We had game day in town. We had a big game that both teams were ranked, including the Jayhawks, and came away with just a little bit of a heartbreak. How are you feeling right now about the Kansas football program? I'm going to let Lance Leipold be my my spirit animal here, my guide, mm-hmm. and uh, start you off with a quote. We're not in the business of moral victories around here. <laughs> We're not. We lost that game against TCU. But that was a fun day, and we looked like we belonged out there. I mean, it came down to the wire, and against the team that will likely be ranked in the well, I mean, if they win next week, likely be ranked maybe in the top 10. This is going to be a team that's going to be competitive uh, to get into uh, the Big 12 championship and a team that could go to the, the playoff in TCU. And uh, we look like we belonged with them. And we're not in the business of moral victories, but, man, what a fun day. It, it was It was a atmosphere we haven't felt in years, Kevin. Yeah. I mean, 100%, it was the the biggest game KU football has had since, and we talked about this, since when? Like I, I put put some, some value into bowl games. So the 2008 Insight Bowl is the, la- is the nope. game I'd say. I think it was, I think it was before that. I, I think this game was more important for KU football, the program, than that game. I mean, maybe. I mean, that Insight Bowl game was probably three-fourths full or less, but it was a bowl game, and that is the goal. I mean, game we're going to be day. talking a lot about bowl games. Big game day was a big Nobody deal. was talking about Kansas football at the Insight Bowl. Everyone was talking about Kansas football on Saturday. That's the difference. Yeah, you're probably That's right awesome. there. That's awesome. That's awesome. It was, uh, you know, the the ratings were back uh, in terms of your, your general attitude. I think it was, it was a good time. Everybody said they liked being in Lawrence. And the other side of that is it was like very highly ranked. It's like one of the best ones they've done pre-November, you know, before you get into the the real nitty gritty uh, and one of the best ones they've done since they expanded the show. Uh, yeah. Did you see ago. the numbers on it? It was huge. Here, yeah. Here's the numbers right here. I got it. Week six at KU saw college game day's best viewership of the season. 2.3 million average viewers throughout the program up 22%. From last year's week six, best pre-November show since 2010 and sixth best episode since the show expanded in 2013. The final hour had three and a half million people watching at its peak. Safe to say ESPN was very happy with their decision to come to Lawrence. And uh, they should come back. Come back. We'll have you. We'll have you. We got it figured out. It's an easy place, and it was let's beautiful. Just, let's just get into this, and because we'll talk, talk about game day, and I just want to say a couple of things. Is there is there a better place in college football to host that event other than on the hill? No, I, that was perfect. Like the only one I can think of would be the Grove at Ole Miss. That's oh, you a, mean like anywhere ever? 
Yeah, I'm sure there's better places, but like on no, KU, I don't yeah. know. I don't like on TV, not not it on was KU. Gorgeous. No, generally, like that, there's a no better place designed for that show. I mean, that is, uh, you can put people up on the hill. You're overlooking the camp. The Campanile's looking down on you. you. You've got the whole atmosphere like that. I mean, if you go other places, you just got to do it in a parking lot. Or you got to yeah. do it. Good point. You know, looking out onto the practice field or something, or on the practice field, or or you know. You know, some of these other places in the Big 12, like that's where they've set these things up. This was, you know, one of the few places that's we're, we're on campus and the Hill has such a, a, a you know, a personal connection with a lot of, of KU graduates and KU folks. That's like right there. Everybody's everybody's been there before. They know, know where it is. And to see that on national TV, uh, recognizing this this good program, this good football uh, team uh, was was something that. <laughs> I did never think was possible, uh, especially at the beginning of the year or yeah. really any time in the past 13 years. <laughs> kind of crazy that we're here. It's so cool. And, you know, we can talk about the game a little bit. We'll get there. But the atmosphere was a crazy. I love, I mean, I couldn't sleep that night. So I wasn't going. I knew I couldn't go. I had some stuff going on with family. But I woke up at 2 30 that morning, like the morning of. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna open up Twitter. I'm gonna see what's mm-hmm. going on. I'm gonna look at check out a few people, see what's going on. They and were Phil there. The hill, Phil the hill there. was starting. They were throwing footballs around. People had a bonfire going. <laughs> like there was, oh yeah, all kinds of stuff going on. And then throughout the night, like I couldn't sleep. I was so excited, even though I wasn't even going. I felt like I was a part of it because I could just check in and like everyone had their phones out, live streaming, you know, talking about what's going on. Loved every second of it. So cool. Such a, that's a moment, right? I mean, it's a, it's a moment in KU athletics lore. Like we will remember that forever. Like hopefully we have lots more game days and we keep playing around. We go to all these bowl games. Sure. La la la. Like hopefully we'll see. But like, even if we don't, like we will remember that. And that's, uh, that's at least awesome. we had this. Yep. At least we had, we were five and oh, with game day coming in. We had a that's great awesome. day and then we almost won a game. Almost won. <laughs> Could have uh, won. Could have, would have, should have. Anyway, that was, I hope game day comes back. I hope they get to see when we have a new stadium, mm, right? There you go. If you want, let's, let's Welcome pivot back. there for a moment. We'll, we'll build this new stadium. You guys can come in, see, see our new digs, Some whatever that is. Around that, obviously, yeah. the last, over the course of the last week, uh, they, they formally announced, uh, uh, you know, some pretty significant renovations. Uh, I think they got to feel pretty good about where the money's at. It doesn't hurt to have a football program that is succeeding to maybe get a few more dollars in. Uh, yeah. But I want to see renderings. Like nothing's real until I see renderings. I want to see the real, the real deal. And when they <laughs> really, all they did was release this awesome video with Kevin Harlan narrating a bunch of gibberish. Like there wasn't anything actually said. <laughs> uh, and then a press release saying basically what we've already we already know it's already public. They had to do something, in but, but they, uh, because of game day, yeah. because of the momentum, I like they, it. They had to put something out there. And I, I think you're right in terms of fundraising. Like this is, you, you got to strike while the iron's hot and the iron was hot, 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 hot on Friday and Saturday. Uh, so I'm excited to see what the stadium is. Maybe it's a complete rebuild. Maybe it's a half and half. Maybe it's a renovation. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I have a preference, I'd like to see what the plans are. Yeah. Well, that more to come on that. Obviously we'll, we'll keep track of that, but uh, just a fun day. And I think leading up to the game itself, 
you know, I, I don't know about you, but I felt pretty good. I think TCU is good. I think TCU is actually really good. Um, and and I, I think, what do you think? Top three in the Big 12 easily? Oh, definitely. I, I mean, they're undefeated fair. now. Yeah, undefeated now with some with some wins under their belt. I think that's um, probably a fair, like a very fair statement. And uh, and then when you saw them in person, I mean, they got they got pros on that team, Andrew. <laughs> like they have they have they have real real dudes on that team. I can't remember his name. The receiver who caught like four thousand catches for a bazillion yards. Like that dude, is, he'll be playing like, on. Sunday. I want to draft him like right now on my dynasty team. That guy was a monster. And like, sometimes like, I think it's okay to say it pros versus Joe's right now. I mean, that was a little bit of pros versus Joe's yet at the end of the day, we still had a chance even with Jalen going down. And that was a heartbreaker. I don't know about you. Like when it went down, you kind of knew like you just, at least I did. You looked down like, Oh no. We cannot have nice things. Like it's like, this is the most KU football thing ever game days in town. Finally have a Heisman quarterback candidate. And we just lost him for the season. Uh, The only thing I'll say, and we'll get, we'll talk more about this, obviously, but my immediate reaction to this was we're going to lose by a lot. This game is over like that. My like old KU brain took over. I'm like, uh Oh, here we go. Snowball time. And the new KU brain kind of took over. It's like, wait, wait, wait. They talked a lot all season about how good Jason Bean looked in practice and how it was a real quarterback controversy throughout camp. And I was like, okay, all right. You know, and we, we kind of needed a little spark, honestly, right? We, the offense wasn't really moving. So then I had a new reaction thinking, okay, you know what? Maybe this is what we need to kind of just see what happens. And I'll be darned if KU didn't make it a game. Yeah. So let's talk about, Jason Bean first, and then obviously we need we have a lot to talk about with Jalen Daniels. Yeah. Even like up to the moment, there's a lot going on. You all will probably like listening to this tomorrow morning. We'll probably know a lot more uh, than we do right now. <laughs> but uh, so let's let's start with 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 Jason Bean. I think you're right <laughs> in terms of the spark. Like we didn't have much going in the first half. Didn't have it was pretty rough, right? Not much going. Bean comes in. You look at his numbers in the second half. Unbeatable, like that. Dude. Those numbers are, you know, the best we've had. Four second half touchdowns. <laughs> That's which is crazy. Uh, but I'll I'll kind of mimic your 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 feeling here and and walk you through what what I was thinking when he threw that pick on our side of the field to give TC a red zone field it was position. Really bad like, throw. Like that felt like the 2010s. Yeah. That moment, I was like, that that felt like we had just time warped into all of those years mixed into one. And that pitch, the pitch to the ghost. Oh, that (laughs) and see, but those two things are most likely he has not not gotten the rest. Exactly. I'm not even mad at him. Like, obviously, he turned it around and figured out because everything else was great. And you know what? He didn't even run. Like they didn't I, even that's like the crazy up. part. They didn't even. He's the fastest His person on best the team. Skill set. He didn't even show it. 
No, like, think about what they're doing this week. I he mean, we'll runs, get into it. But. Right. He runs straight. He does not like juke and try to dodge tackles. He he's got to have an open field. And with Andy Koldenick, you running that offense, like there's going to be some like We're weird open this. stuff for him. But he runs straight. But if he's running straight, you're not going to catch him. But if you have he has to like dodge somebody, that might be a problem. I all I know is I'm so happy he threw the deep ball oh, man. so well. Because that's going to open up running lanes, Andrew. They're going to have to like respect it. They're going to have to some, respect the long throw. He's going to have places to run. He will. That was something he didn't have last year. You yeah. know, he played he played well his first like three or four games of the year, uh, but he didn't have that tool. Now that if that tool is there, it's a whole different offense. And this and this team is just completely different. Yeah. Some I'm a lot of the line. same, a lot of the same faces, but a lot of new guys and just a lot better. Uh, so, you know, if Jason Bean is the guy going forward for the rest of the season, which jury's still out on, if that's the case, I still feel pretty good. I mean, I don't know if we're going to the Big 12 championship game, Kevin, but I still feel like this is a good team that's going to win some games. Well, I, I this Oklahoma game is so fascinating because I, I mean, we'll talk about Jalen just a second. We're going to get there. But now you have all week to prep your guy and set a scheme for the guy. Uh, you know, uh, you, you look down and uh, and you see the passing yards, which are just eye popping. Right. Uh, and you see the guys rally around him. Uh, but then you 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 put in the wrinkles and they they've talked about. I can't remember who it was. Might have been grim. They were interviewing him after a game. Uh, I can't remember where I heard this, but. They were asking him, hey, you know, how much, how many plays do they kind of pop in every week? He's like 50. Oh, like, man. That's new like plays? That's like, like Mahomes stuff. Like 50 new plays? He's like, yeah, we haven't even, we haven't, even, uh, you know, it, it, we haven't even showed near what we can do. Well, now you, now you, you kind of turn the page and we go, okay, now we go to the, to the bean playbook and you, it's a totally different book. It has to be. Because the guy has different skills. Just say we have a decided schematic advantage, dude. Stop over the rest of the Big Twelve. (laughs) No, I say that to say this. Like it's it's hard to imagine, and and I don't want to like disparage any of the previous teams. You can disparage Charlie Weiss all you want. It's hard to imagine teams in the past being able to do that, like being organized, organized, and having the skill set deep enough to absorb that much information and execute it. Over the course of a week, it's but now it seems like it's that's a regular thing. That's a credit to, I think, just the organization of the coaching staff to get 100%. that done. Uh, because that's not something you can just come in and like, hey guys, here's We're college new, kids. Like, here's the here's fifty new plays you guys got to learn. Uh, you know, nineteen years old, and you got to study. That, that's hard probably to do in the NFL. Like, yeah. That's hard to imagine any of these teams from the past 12 years being able to do that, but this team can do it. Yeah. Before we had a lot of Kyler Murray's on our team, uh, call of duty, too much call of duty. We don't have as many of those anymore. I don't think, I think these guys know how to play football and, and the, to your, to your point, the coaches have obviously just culture wise, super cool. I I am so intrigued about this Oklahoma game. I don't know if we're going to win. I, I, you know, I don't know if it's going to be a competitive game, but I, the the thing that's I'm obviously most interested in is is just seeing what they've done uh, with Jason being under center and uh, and just seeing the new wrinkles, trying to like that's the 
I, I think if you want to start talking about like coach of the year candidates, if we go rattle off like, you know, three more wins, like it's a no oh, yeah. brainer who is the coach is like the best coach, even if it's two more wins. Uh, you know, I, I think there's there's an argument there uh with a backup quarterback. And and uh, but I do I do think he's really good. I think we've seen him be good in the past. And now you 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 open up a new playbook with new coaches, new pieces around, and a in a better scheme. Uh, I'm intrigued. That's all I'm saying. I'm intrigued. I think so too. Uh, I mean, some of that can be moved over. I mean, I think that Jalen can run, and Jason Bean can run different ways. So different ways, it's, it's not like you're going to a completely different style of quarterback. But even if they were, I think that they're they're going to be well prepped to. Uh, to, to take advantage of, of the strongest skill set of that quarterback, which, you know, if we're going to transition into talking about Jalen, uh, is this just a giant troll by the Kansas athletic department <laughs> to have all the other big 12 teams prepare for two different quarterbacks? Because just when we thought Jalen was out for the year with this grade three degree, three AC uh, tear, I don't even know. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Something bad. I think you uh, n- now. Now it seems like he's actually okay. I mean, it was within the past hour and a half. Four oh seven p.m. Yeah, is, okay. Lance Leipold. We get the report. Okay, so that was walking you through this this year okay. Tuesday. All right, here here it is. We we get a report from a gentleman from the Lawrence Journal World. Whether he's a reporter for them or not, we don't know, and we'll Zach not get Boyer. It's his name. Uh, and. He says out for the season, got a pretty bad uh, shoulder injury. So I Google it. It's literally like there's two spots where your shoulder connects to your body. Both places are ripped off. So it's like, how does your arm even stay up? How can you even move your arm? I don't think you really can from the Google image search that I did. This is extensive doctor research I'm doing here. I hear that. Uh, So bummer. Like, okay. It's Jason Bean time. Uh, let, let's go. Let's go, Bean. A couple hours later, like not more than 90 minutes ago, Lance Leipold says something to the effect of, someone just showed I've up in my it, office. Right. Let me, let me you, tell you. You read it. You read I've it. I've got it in front of me here. Okay. Uh, because I was doing the same thing, tweeting everything to my orthopedic surgeon friend and asking the same question. Hey, this guy is the quarterback for Kansas. Can he put his arms up like that? If he has a grade three separation of shoulder. And he said, quote, no, he's faking it. <laughs> so, so when you say put his arms up, like the, the photo that Lance, flexing. yeah, he, he has hands up in the air. And if you're, if you go through the Google images, like how you have to have some kind of support to move your arm above your head like that. We, I thought it was torn off. Seems like it was torn about- off. Maybe. Maybe JD's going to play against Oklahoma. Can we talk about the pictures? Okay. So in the first picture with the flex, he's got his shades on. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. so it's like, imagine the story. Like Lance goes, all right, we got some damage control here. Uh, this guy, re- you know, reported out that, that, that Jalen's out for the season, uh, whether he is or he isn't, uh, it doesn't matter. The response immediately uh, or at least shortly thereafter for, was from Jalen. Jalen says news to me, <laughs> like, mm. like quote tweets, the guy 
Mm. Going, oh boy. All right. So, you know, everyone is you know, ESPN. Everyone's picked it up. The guy's out for the season now, you know, question mark. And then shortly after that, <laughs> coach says, look who stopped by my office. And Jalen literally is doing a flex on one and two arms up with peace signs with the other. One of them has shades and one of them without shades. So you at like, imagine coaches on one side going, all right, Hey, do the one with the shades. And like mm-hmm. put the hands up and like the other one, you know, like let's get some peace signs. Uh go ahead and like, you know, like imagine like what's going on there? Is there like a athletics like like PR spokesman person just hanging oh, out? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. There has they, to be, right? They pay for so many PR people, like there've got to be some all right. It's better for the socials if you actually put the sunglasses on for the flex because <laughs> well, whatever, whatever. Uh, but yeah. And so that completely like changes up our mindset for the rest of the season. Um, I doubt he plays against Oklahoma, but if you're asking me if he's going to play the rest of the season, I'm thinking more likely Got than a chance. There's a chance. chance. There's more likely than it was a couple hours ago. Uh, according to all the doctor friends we have, it would be very difficult to make those moves if you had the grade three separation without any brace, without anything, whatever. Uh, and we're doctors here. Like on, we've got, we got doc, we got the Jayhawk talk uh, medical uh, bureau that we called. And uh, I'm sure everyone had like a doctor friend. They were texting like about this. Uh, I'm sure we're not alone. People oh, sure. I mean, we're, this is a, a medical, we haven't had anything to talk about since like, Joel Embiid's <laughs> knee, or I don't know, no, Doke's finger. You know, we've oh, had yeah, like, yeah. you know, we've we've had some training in this, but this is like one of the bigger injuries we've had to keep up with. And there's drama around this one. There's this drama. So great. By the way, it, the the quote tweet was, "Sheesh, that's news to me." Oh, <laughs> now here's sheesh. the best part. Do you, think there's a, do you think there's a a PR person who said, "Hey, hey, Jalen, whatever you do, just make sure you say, sheesh." <laughs> that's news to me. Like the sheesh is really important here. So now we're going to get to the nitty gritty here. What do you really think is going on? I think that it's probably not a grade three. I think that somebody probably heard in the, like the, the source was probably a decent source that so the guy wouldn't tweeted it, but obviously didn't have the whole story. That's, I mean, that's probably what happened, right? Like the easiest story is, that uh, it's probably not as bad as it, as it was reported, but he's, I mean, like if your best, are we saying he's going to play it all this season? Maybe 50, 50. What do you think? Like, so, but even if you're KU, you do what they did. Like, I thought it was smart what they did, right? The sheesh news to me, the the coach tweeting it out. Like you gotta, you, you can't just, give OU or anybody else down the line that any just sort of, you know, the guy's out for the season. If he's not out for the season. Now, if he ends up being out for the season, it seems like it was kind of, I mean, it's still pretty funny, but maybe not the right, you know, whatever. But I think it's probably not as bad as it was reported. And I'm sure the athletics department effing reamed this dude and caused the backlash and I'm also probably sure that Jalen's not playing for a while. <laughs> like, I think all those things can be true. Yeah. I mean, he's injured. There's, yeah. there's, it's not like he's going to come in and, you know, be this magical superhero uh, against Oklahoma on Saturday, but it kind of makes you think, 
I want to circle back a little bit on social media because we're not experts in football, but we probably are experts in social media. Just Twitter. Just Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. No, exactly. Yeah, nothing else. Um, Lance Lance actually doesn't tweet. I know. That's the so real part. He, the last time he actually tweeted, he it was a birthday wish to <laughs> Eric Gilliard, uh, Number thirteen on the team. This was September second. That's the last time he's actually tweeted. There have the been birthdays since then. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Uh, and, and another one, Coach McNally birthday. He does birthday tweets, and I'm sure that's someone uh, in on the staff. Oh, you know who does his Twitter for him? Of course. Otherwise, he doesn't tweet. He picks this time to do it. Yeah. Right. Like he never. You know, like Coach Calipari is like, hey, get on a plane to go wherever. He He's not that kind of Twitter user. He's not like you saying, lost six bets today because I'm trashed NFL football. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't do that. No. He retweets like, you know. KU sports and KU football. Exactly. Someone, someone else. And, and then un- unless he's got like an ax to grind or a point to prove, I, I think we should read into this more. Oh, 100%. I think I think he's I think this is more than 50% he's going to come back this season. Just because based on social media uh interpretations and rules here. I I think that's fair. I also think there's gamesmanship and I think Ooh. either answer is okay. I like that. Either yeah, answer is okay. Are we are we freaking out Brett Venables down yeah. there in, in Norman? Yeah. It's like, "Oh, crap. I uh, know what we, it did. We, do we started scheming. I freaked out the betting market is what it did though. Oh, so the the line movement has been pretty interesting uh, today. Are we? Is there a betting scheme here? I'm not accusing oh, anyone of anything. Oh. What? We just got sports betting here. There's okay. no better way to manipulate a line than to do what what just happened. So it went from seven points to ten points for uh at one point for for KU as an underdog. Ah. And settled back to nine, but it was, it went from seven to seven and a half to eight to nine to 10 in the course of an hour. And then mm. settled back. I to smell nine. a rat here. Mm-hmm. No, not really. I, I wish I'd have got it at 10. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't yeah. paying attention to that. I was watching Twitter instead of the betting market. So, I mean, if we're, if we're going to wrap up Jalen Daniels, I, he's been such a great player all season. Uh, if he could come back sooner rather than later, that'd be great. That being said, Jason beans, my dude going forward. I think he can, he can do it. I think he can win us some games. I agree. I think he's capable. I, uh, similar to you, uh, Jalen's been a just, I mean, just a, a huge piece of why KU is back. And I hope he's back too. I mean, we, we, for him more than anything, like, I think Jay, I think Jason could be good. I think Jalen's a little better all in. So like, if we want to get to the mountaintop, I think Jalen's probably our guy, but uh, for him more than anything, I just want him back. I want, I want him to be healthy. Uh, I, that, that mostly for him. I, I think he's, he's obviously been a huge piece of, I don't think Jason Bean, had he started from day one, would have been a Heisman candidate. I will just say that. Uh, yes, true. I mean, we saw him last season. He he got some run. He did well in spots, but he's got some more experience. Team's grown up a little bit. He can be a 
serviceable to exceedingly good quarterback, probably not Heisman level. He's what Jalen, I think the, the, maybe the differentiator is decision-making and kind of the, uh, it's, it's hard to try to put your finger on it, but like a little bit of Todd reasoning, like just kind of make a play, magic. don't make a play. Yeah. And, and he had a, a keen ability and sense about him to do that. Now, could Jason be do it? Maybe. Uh, and he, had, he obviously had some, some good moments in this game. So maybe he's got the same gene, but we know Jalen has that gene and he's proved it. And uh, anyway, we'll see what happens, but hope he comes back soon. All the best to Jalen. All right, Andrew, what else do we want to talk about here? We got Oklahoma coming up. Yeah. Uh, give me, you did some prep work on Oklahoma. And by that you listened to a spaces regarding some <laughs> from some more, Oklahoma people. More Twitter stuff. What uh, more Twitter stuff? What did you learn? Like what? Uh, it and I guess I'll, I'll bury the lead here. Or they weren't too happy with the team, and they weren't uh, expecting good things this weekend. What were they saying? I was listening to the Sooners Extra, looking ahead at the Kansas matchup. These are people who all work for the Oklahoman, and uh, you you know Barry uh, was it Trammel? Trammel, he's been around yeah. forever. Yeah, call him Big Twelve, there. Big Twelve guy, Oklahoma yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. He's all, he's like a dinosaur, been around forever. And then uh, three other folks who were Oklahoma inside, Oklahoma insiders who work for the Oklahoma and cover the team. They went one by one giving their predictions. And Barry kicked it off and said, I have to pick one upset each week. This is the upset I picked. I think KU wins. I was like, oh. And I was the only KU person in the whole entire room. Uh, I, I, I look, kept looking around. It was just the, I was the only one. So I kind of put up a big like thumbs up emoji or whatever on the thing. And the next one, this gal named Jenny, something or other, she goes, I think Katie's going to win too. And here's why. And I'm going, what? These people cover the team are obviously beat down by what they've seen from Oklahoma. Uh, but we got a backup quarterback and they might be getting theirs back. Uh, yet two for two. Then the next guy, Ryan something or other says KU and the fourth guy, Justin says KU too. all four K- freaking Oklahoma insiders pick KU to beat Oklahoma. Like some of them by like sizable advantages. And I'm going like, what, what's going on right now? And and you look down, it's a 10 point line. Like, are they just so beat down? Or do they know something we don't, or do they know something Vegas doesn't? I don't think we've beat Oklahoma since the nineties. This is a Nebraska situation. We definitely didn't ever beat them when Bob Stoops was there. It's gotta be since the nineties when they had a slight down, you know, from like 94 to 97, they weren't that great. Uh, It's gotta be that long. And I'm sure that that stat is out there. So it's hard for me to believe that with that long of a history, where we haven't beat this team. And it's not like it's in Lawrence. It's in Norman. I think the line is correct. We're a good team. Oklahoma is struggling. If there is ever time to pounce on a wounded animal and take it out of its misery, it is now against yes. the Sooners. What'd you uh, find out? No, I haven't I haven't found it out oh, yet. Okay. But to your point, this 
does have a little feel of like we lost to Nebraska a hundred times in a row. And then we just took advantage of them the year they were down. Uh, Oh, it would be so nice to beat Oklahoma. Uh, I, I don't know what the last time it was. I'll, I'll try to find it while you're talking here, but it's been a minute. Uh, and if we can somehow, I think the key to the game to me is they're going to put up points. I think they just are. They got, they have guys, uh, obviously they, they didn't put up any points against Texas, but I think they have the ability to put up points. Uh, We just have to score with them. Uh, They have better players than us uh, for the most part, the, in terms of athletic ability, stars, ranking, all of the stuff, but they have not put it together. And none of that matters right now with a team that's cooking and a team that's not. So I think the line's too high. I thought it was too high when it came out at seven and a half. Uh, and, and now it's nine and a half. I, I like Kansas to at least cover that. I have an answer. The last time the Kansas Jayhawks beat the Oklahoma Sooners in the game of American football was October 4th, 1997. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. There in you are. Minute. It's been a quarter century. <laughs> uh, yeah. No undergraduate. Well, very few undergraduates at the University of Kansas were <laughs> were born. How about that? Some of those uh, super super seniors, super duper seniors, maybe maybe had been around, but very very few. So I don't remember that game. I don't remember ever beating OU. Like it doesn't, it doesn't feel real. It doesn't it? It doesn't feel like it's a thing that happens. Uh-uh. Like that's just a thing that so doesn't buried. happen. It's just so we buried. beat Texas. Texas is a thing we do. Yeah, we, I'm not worried about that. Texas. That team is fine. Yeah, but OU is the team we don't beat. But this Saturday, we're gonna beat the Sooners. It's time. Brent Venables is, is lost. Your, is that your? Uh, are you predicting KU? Are you I'm gonna joining? Predict, I, I'm gonna predict the win. We're gonna win. All right, I like it. I like it. It's going to be another uh, magical weekend. We've got OU. We're going to snap this quarter century losing streak to the Sooners. And we're also we've also got late night. So it's going to like, you know, can let the good times roll. These weekends are just stacking together as uh special occasions that's for KU next fans. weekend, right? Not this coming Oh, you're right. weekend. Yeah, just keep keep it all going. We got late night the next weekend. If we beat Oklahoma, how many people are going to be talking about late night? Jack Diesel's going to be there, dude. I remember. No, late nights this weekend. Yeah, late yeah. nights on Friday. Yeah. Dude, see, that's that's the issue. I I'm not a huge late night guy anyway. But even if I was, the the fact that people like me who follow this stuff pretty closely like doesn't even know. <laughs> Right. It tells you exactly where we are as a football program. There's been a handful of those that. seasons, right? Yeah. Like I remember that 07 season. Like I, I even wrote a blog post about it. I remember the post. I'm gonna try to find it. I was I was writing for the Hawk Zone, the Capital Journal Hawk Zone. Do you remember that, Andrew? The Hawk Zone? Oh no, I don't Okay, yeah. That. So the blog, so Capital Journal had a blog. It was like KUSports.com, like, but it was their blog, but they didn't put any of their sports writers on it. They were huh. like, "Oh, blogs are not real." Like they didn't quite, not, they didn't quite understand they it. Didn't yet. quite get it. And to show how even worse it was, to they did not even put the 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 sports stories on the blog. They just had like me and another guy blogging. 
but they didn't know what to do with it. So when they liked something of mine, they put that in the paper. <laughs> they, oh. didn't do the, they didn't do it the other way around. Okay. So, uh, pretty funny. But then I started Jayhawk Talk and I stopped writing for them. So they, the background there. But uh, <laughs> I remember writing that piece going like, I don't know anything about KU basketball right now. I don't really care right now. I want to, I, I will care. I know I will care. But right now, like I've got only so much mind share and it is covered up with an undefeated KU football team. Uh, like I, I, I remember those days and it was a blast and it's okay. It's okay. You don't have to pick sides. You could be for both. It's okay. Yeah, usually at this point in the season, it's like, oh, thank God. Who's starting? Here. Who's starting for the Hawks? Who, how, how are the freshmen going to jive? How's what, Ernest doing? What's Bill going to do with the, the rotation? Like, that's all we're talking. Like, that's it. What's that's Grady what Dick? Doing. What's Grady Dick going to walk in to uh, for late night? Like what? Uh, is he going to wear something funny? Is he going to, you know, uh, what's, what's his deal? But no, we're talking about Jalen Daniels separated shoulder and researching. If you can move your hand above your head with this <laughs> level three degree three, uh, uh, whatever he has. So yeah, it's a, it's a fun time of year. I'm obviously excited for this, this basketball season, but Hey, we are a basketball school and we will be we are. a football school. We are. A football no, school. I was, that oh, was, that's what Bill self Bill, said. Yeah, Bill yeah, self yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I got a little, little troll job. On I got it. Calipari. That was pretty good. There you go. Uh, yeah, I thought Bill did a good job. I thought everybody showed up pretty well. Yeah. On the, on, it would have been nice to have Corso there, but because I I think it would have been interesting to see who he picked, but uh, it was still good. He's a panderer, and I love it. That's I fine. Like it That's fine. It is a coin flip game at the end of the. I mean, yeah, it, it really was. You you look at a at a fumble on the one yard line and that interception, like and that doesn't happen. Goal. We win this field goal. Like those three things yep. are like just complete games. Like if the ball just goes a different way. Yep. That's. That's wild. It's awesome. Uh, I have no, I'm not down at all on KU coming out of that. And I think that's reflected by everyone else, particularly voters in the AP and coaches poll thinking the same way. Nobody Didn't really move. downgraded Kansas. Nope. Stayed and the that's, same. That's a sign, Andrew, that we're back. Because uh, you would think if we'd have lost that, like just going into it, if I just said, hey, by the way, we're going to lose TCU, you go, and eh, we might drop either out of the polls or like down to like 24, 25. We didn't move. Uh, and that shows, that shows something to me. We'll see what happens with OU. I'm, I'm so excited for this game. I, I, I don't know why, but I'm like just extremely intrigued by this game. Like, first of all, it's OU. I think that's a piece of it. OU being down. And the fact that we just didn't think at the start of the season, there was any world that going to an OU game where People, all of OU is picking against their own team for us to get bowl eligible. How cool is that? It's it's great. It is something that I didn't think existed. It's like you, um, a team that you love magically appears and is good. Whereas right. before it was more of a social event, and now it's a, <laughs> a football event. So set so some expectations. So we did this last time, and we talked about where we were. And what you what your reset of expectations are kind of going forward. Oh, okay. And I think we were, you know, a little bit further down the road here. Five and one have uh 
a tougher kind of side of the schedule coming up here. Uh, what are your expectations for this team? So I think before I said Liberty Bowl, right? I don't remember. And I don't know why I said that, but uh, you you had a pretty high expectation. You had a big that was pretty away. high. You were just yours was just like, hey, I want a bowl game. And I I'm, said I uh, bowl eligibility. I still stand yeah. by that. <laughs> so uh, Liberty Bowl would be. I think I'm still there. I think I think we can still get to like eight wins. Ooh, maybe ooh, like. That may put us in Liberty Bowl, maybe the guaranteed rate bowl, like around there, but not like the not the worst Big Twelve bowl game and not the second worst. So I think we can we can jump up there. Okay. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Liberty Bowl. We've got two straight games on the road, Oklahoma Baylor. Oklahoma State comes to Yeah, that's gonna be a tough stretch. This tough. these four games, and really Texas, the rest of them. And then at tech, and then Texas on the road or no Texas at home, excuse me, Texas at home. And then we close at K state. Like, give me your best chances for wins in there. Cause you just found three wins. Against uh-huh. those well, we're going to beat Oklahoma. Oh, obviously, honestly, like Oklahoma may be the best chance for a win. Going I think forward. Texas tech is, but I will Texas I, tech. Ha- have they lost at home? Like they're good at home. Yeah. I, I think we could win that game, but they could because they played Houston to a overtime game in Lubbock, won that game in overtime, and we kind of handled Houston. To your uh, point, Texas Tech is not lost at home. So there you go. In a long time. Uh, no, K-State last year. Uh, K-State beat them at, at, at Tech. That was the last time, though. So, yeah. Those are your those are your chances. And K-State. then K State obviously Texas? gonna win that game. We're, gonna be, we're, we're gonna we're gonna be K State. We're gonna be and Texas. Texas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just all I know is I want to get the sixth win so bad. That's really if we get that. If we get the sixth win, anything is possible. Like I will set to the moon my expectations if we beat Oklahoma because we got six. I don't care if the house freaking money at that point, right? House money. Like anything else is just gravy. KU is bowl freaking eligible and Lance's second year. Give me a break. Like I will take anything beyond that, but you got to get there. You got to get that last one. And that's sometimes that last one's the tough one. It's a tough one, Andrew. Yeah. That's the monkey off your back. win. you got to get that win, God, there's some hungry KU fans out there. I mean, they've they've you know sold out the stadium three so cool. three weeks in a row. There are some hungry football fans. We want it. We want it so bad. This team wants it. Let's go do it, in Norman. All right. If we win in Norman, we'll all just meet at uh, David Booth Kansas Memorial Stadium and tear down the goalposts. Well, let's tear down the whole thing. Let's just make it easier for <laughs> just them. Make it easier. <laughs> I heard a take from somebody. I can't. I think it was Vernon. On a, I think they were, he, he was telling me about it uh, on, on a spaces. Somebody said, Hey, I got an idea for imploding the stadium. Uh, you, instead of, you know, setting the TNT dynamite, whatever you set the things, we will do the intro video, but in real life. Oh, <laughs> where they, where the planes the fly out of the hangars from yeah. Salina and fly over just, Topeka. 
Except I said, that's cool. That'll only work if you put the Missouri helmet like right this Oh, way. yeah. And you have definitely. to get like a precision strike. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> this, is I like idea. this is a great idea. I like that. All right. Well, Andrew, let's get out of here. Uh, how much fun is it to talk about a winning KU football program, though? This is so cool. It's I'm, fun. This team is good. It. This team's a good team. I think it's good. I think the uh, world got to see that uh, on Saturday with game day coming to town and hopefully they'll get to keep seeing it. They don't kick us to ESPN plus like we were uh, mm. the previous, you know, several years. So the world needs to see this team, put us, put us in prime time. Let's not get these 11 o'clock games, put us in prime time. I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, we win this game, Andrew. I think we'll find some prime time uh, because so. it's going to, it's going to get exciting. All right, let's get out of here. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate you guys. We will be back talking both KU football, probably after a win, uh, and maybe do a little late night preview, which I don't really know what there is to preview other than Shaq Diesel, uh, which I still no. It's really. it's Friday. We will not talk to them before. Oh, that's right. I keep thinking it's next week. See, here we go again. Uh, all right, maybe we'll do a, uh, a a review of late night. When uh, Shaq Diesel shoots his money gun at stripper, <laughs> we'll have an immediate reaction. Acrobatic dancers, Andrew. And Travis Goff's like, we hired Shaq Diesel. We got Shaq Diesel. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Rock Chalk. I tried to tell him every time we on the court. I tried to tell him that we never coming up short. I tried to tell him that we came here to get the win. I tried to tell him that that they should never let us in. They say that we the best, but I say we the greatest. That's why they try to knock us down and always seem to hate us. That's why they talk about us. They know they can never fade us. It's tradition and that Kansas pride that has truly made us. They know just how we feel. They know at Allen Field that we gonna keep it real shout out the bill this for them fans that waited off in them long lines camped out before the games and they stayed a long time every dollar that we spend just to watch our team win on a jayhawk shirt or a new clean bins with a sticker on the back with the k and the u uh-huh yeah baby that'll make you say ooh. we at the top of the top just like we should be started from the bottom thanks to what james could see Dr. Naismith made a game for man, changed lives for the players, and did the same for, for the fans. fans. For my J Hawks, this for my J Hawks fans. For my J Hawks, this for my J Hawks fans. For my J Hawks, Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we Hawks, baby. For my J Hawks, this for my J Hawks fans. For my J Hawks, this for my J Hawks fans. For my J Hawks, Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we hawks, baby. All them years that we've been cheering, everything that we've been hearing, all them spreads that we've been clearing, never been no team we fearing, and look how Bill got us fearing, all them tournaments appearing with no team that's interfering, nine times get to cheering with them banners held high, and the crowd going wild, night before the final four, you can't even sleep now, yeah we at the peak now, we can't even leap down, March Madness, man, we've been waiting weeks now. 
If you a Hawks fan, go ahead and hold them ones high. Shout out to the Boosters showing love in the alumni. I'm speaking for the fans, even though I'm just one guy. We appreciate the love, love won't run dry. Imagine the state of Kansas with no Jayhawks. That's like having no streets but trying to jaywalk. They see us as support, and we see them on the court. So we keep it loud and do our best so we don't come up short. We win together, and we lose together. But win or lose, we still booze together. Struggles in my life will change me as a man. But one thing that'll never change, I'll be a Jayhawk fan. I ain't even got to really say it. This one for the fans, that's why I made it. March Madness, here we can't be faded. Rock Chuck J. Hawk in your faces. I ain't even got to really say it. This one for the fans, that's why I made it. March Madness, here we can't be faded. Rock Chuck J. Hawk in your faces. This for my J. Hawk fans, for my J. Hawk this for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we hawks, baby. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my J-Hawk fans.